Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Corrections and amendments from our last episode. The word brunch was coined in Britain in the late 1890s. It is a great example of a portmanteau, which is a linguistic mashup that fuses usually two words to create a new blended word. Breakfast and lunch becomes brunch. You wade into water, not wait into water. Row and row are spelled the exact same way, R-O-W. Row means to paddle, row is a noisy argument. The Ed McMahon-hosted version of Star Search ran from 1983 to 1995. Over its first nine seasons, it was taped in L.A. at the old Earl Carroll Theater on Sunset Boulevard. So You've Been Publicly Shamed is a 2015 book by John Ronson that examined online shaming. Promo codes are a popular version of online coupons, but what was the very first coupon? Well, in 1888, Coca-Cola distributed paper tickets good for a free glass of Coke, the medicinal carbonated beverage sold for five cents a glass at the time. And finally, Shari Lewis was a popular ventriloquist known for using a simple sock puppet named Lamb Chop. Other Sherry Lewis ventriloquial characters were Charlie Horse, Hush Puppy, and Wingding. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Human Conversation with Aaron McGaffey and Wayne Fetterman. Eliana Douglas, welcome to <laughs> Human Conversation. You were just listening to her on Sarah... Thayer's podcast, right. Crybabies. And what's the what's that? It's great. Um, Sarah Thayer and her co-host, whose name is escaping me right now, they talk about, um, they have guests on and the guests bring like cues from movies, music, whatever else, mm-hmm. like th- different things that make them cry. And then they talk about those. It's great. Oh. It's on would, Earwolf. It's on yeah. <laughs> a competing network. <laughs> <laughs> what would you bring as something that would make you cry? I yeah, I've thought about this a lot. Number one would be um, in Yentl. <laughs> Wait, let me guess. Let me guess because I know it's going to be wrong. I know. Yeah, I if know. If that gives you a clue, I know whatever you're going to say. I know what you're going to say, and I know it's wrong. I mean, uh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> welcome to human conversation. Well, this, is... this is what we do. <laughs> this is the whole. This is the peak of it. All right, in Yentl. I don't know. Well, tell me. If they, I mean, I. Well, the obvious answer would be, Papa, can you hear me? No. That's not the obvious answer. Well, that's good. No, I'm proud I, of you that I that's I feel not... like the one where she has to, like, reveal that she's a woman in, oh. the, in the, like, by the, in the park or by that stream or where, where is that? Right. <laughs> Am I right? With, there... Yeah. With, uh, with, with Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> If you're unfamiliar with Yentl, <laughs> Yentl is, this is already a, a super <laughs> Jewish podcast. 
<laughs> presented by uh, one Jew and one hopeful. Um, it, it was Barbara Streisand's directing directorial debut. I think you're not? correct. Yeah. And it's about, uh, it's based on a book of the same name. Okay. I think people know what Yentl is. I don't think people know what Yentl is. Uh, but, like, yeah, it's about a young woman who, well, who wants to be a rabbi. It? Right. Wants to be a rabbi, but in Judaism, not yeah. Judaism, which I used to call it, Judaism, mm. it, it's against the law because it's a patriarchal religion. Yeah. And the movie is set in the early 1900s, I, think, I believe. No, I think it's earlier than that. Okay. But okay. maybe, may, we'll know soon enough because we correct. Right. She's raised, Yentl's raised by a single father and mm-hmm. she learns to really appreciate uh, the Talmud. Yep. And the Torah. And the Torah. <laughs> Wait, what is the Talmud? I will tell you. This is interesting. This I know. <laughs> the Torah is just the five books of Moses. Right. Okay. They read that. It takes an entire year to read it. The Talmud is rabbis through the years commenting, debating, and discussing that what those words mean I mean, in the this Torah. This is why I love Judaism. I love the whole. <laughs> love that's the, why you love it. Well, I love the whole like questioning yeah. part of it. Like that's that's really I I, I like that a lot. So and Yentl, she her father dies. She wants to be a rabbi, right? And so she pretends to be a man, right? And Very much like. National Velvet. Yes, another favorite movie of mine. (laughs) We are sensing a theme. (laughs) Uh, But the the scene that makes me cry is when she's first walking into the men's only library at the school and she sings a song uh, called Where Is It Written? And the song is basically like, if I want to study... If I if I feel like I I should be a rabbi and I want to study the word of God, where where is it written that I'm not allowed to do this? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense because this feels like I have this calling. I don't understand what's happening. It's, it's saying it now it makes me want to tear up. But anyway, that would be my All first right. cue. What makes you cry? In movies? In anything? <laughs> do you? When was the last time you cried? Oh man, that was a good question. It might have been, there's this movie called The Stooge with Martin and Lewis. There's a part of that that really makes me, that I welled up. What is it? What happens? <laughs> <I don't>... <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh... <laughs> you just like threw your hands no, up. No, it, <laughs> doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I can't, I I don't remember the last time I like cried, cried. What what kind of things make you? Oh, I tell well you. Up? Well, oh, this is usually what makes is my Achilles heel, mm. based on the story of Achilles who's dipped into the river. Yeah. By his heel. Yeah, yeah. The only becomes right. the only vulnerable part of him. Right. And I don't know if you know Louis C.K. does a bit about it. It's like that's a weird place to hold someone by their heel, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a great observation by Lou. Like, what? Like, that's how you would dip somebody by holding? It seemed almost yeah. impossible. You would have to have really... you would have to hold yeah. the rest of them, right? <laughs> you'd have to have, and really, you'd have to be like, really strong part of you. fingers. Yeah. Like a Because if it was Achilles' head, it'd well, be less even poetic. Even his finger. Even his oh, finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his heel. Like, his mom was weird. His mom So was she weird. dips him into the river sticks. And of course, anyway... Um, mine is anytime, like, arc of life stuff. 
Mm. Like the song, I think we've talked about this, like the song Sunrise, Sunset. Right, Like yeah. this, There's a song called Those Were the Days, My Friend. Yeah. Or Those Were the Days about this woman who went to the bar. When I was 17. A little, well, that's a little more reminiscing. This mm, is more okay. of just like, oh, life is so short. Right, um, right, right. And there's a movie, Cinema Paradiso, where they just, crush it with this guy who was a kid, a projectionist assistant goes back. And that's the last time I think I openly like wept, mm. like sobbed in a movie theater. Is that is that new or have you no, always no, no. done that? Okay. Oh, oh, you mean is that? No, 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 no. I've been like very, even when I was a kid, it made me sad. The song mm. Sunrise, Sunset, like yeah. killed me. Yeah. It's a so, great song. <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> Why are you I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Responsibility. <laughs> I forgot that you like to. Oh yeah, I will. That's a good song. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was, I was putting my stamp of approval yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. I was agreeing with you. I'm sorry, I made it about me. I okay. just said you're allowed to feel that way. Yeah, because that's a good song. That was a horrible. Oh, there was another song that kind of gets me a little. Yeah. And it's by Mike and the Mechanics. Mm. Do you know that band? I've heard of that, yeah. It's called In the Living Years. Mm-mm. Wow. I'm surprised you don't know that song. Well, anyway. How does it go? I I don't know if I can hum it off the top of my head, but it's about a guy didn't talk to his dad, and now his dad is dead, and he wished he had said some things in the living years. Mm. What about that song, uh, the season song? What, Seasons in the Sun? No. No, no, no. Um, turn, turn, turn. Ah, uh, no. I know. You're talking by the birds? No. Yeah. No. For some reason, that doesn't... I, I feel like it's too... I just feel like it's not emotional enough for me. Right. Maybe this is too reminiscent, but what about, like, memory from cats? No. I feel like you don't know me. <laughs> I think this is what we're learning. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. No, and for I... all this time. Now, I want to say this. <laughs> yeah. That cuz I feel like this might we're like this might be coming to a close the human conversations because you're moving to Ireland for real, right? Well, I'm still going back. I mean, the the difference this time as opposed to the last several times yes. we <laughs> talked about faux moving <laughs> is that um hopefully this time when I go over, I will be legally allowed to work and stuff over there. Whereas so you've before, been approved. you've been approved. Yeah, well, I'll find out for sure as I enter through immigration. It's complicated, and I don't really want to get into of it. Of course, uh, because because I don't know if I'm going to have to do anything tricky. So yeah. like, it, um, that that makes it more real than before. But I'm still coming back and forth. Right. But I don't know. It's a weird thing. We're like, in what, a weird. We're in a weird. We're in a weird. We're definitely in the weird. <laughs> yes. um, but I just want to say I was been thinking along those lines about this podcast and how it's the only light in your life. It's the one thin reed of happiness that I have left. <laughs> I want you to get up in the morning still. I don't want to take this away or like where's no, your no, reason? No, no, no. <laughs> but I just wanted to thank you for starting this thing and inviting me in to do this I'm, I'm I've glad. now that we've done 50 some episodes yeah well and I'm excited for it to go on forever 
Right. And I'm trying to wrap it up. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to put a bow for it. <laughs> Never ending. I, 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 my, <laughs> you have a bow. I'm a kitten with a long spool of thread. I will refuse to let to it wrap die. This up. <laughs> to, let's move on. It'll never end. <laughs> All right. I just want to say that. So um, I guess we have to talk about it briefly because I feel like every I don't know how political you are, but there was an election since the last time I saw you. Oh, do you want to talk about this or no? You can shut it down if it's too boring. <laughs> I feel like everyone's pitching in. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not bored by it. You want still? I mean, we're when we're recording this, we're going to try to release this before our summer, the rest of our summer sessions. Even though we're in November, <laughs> why are we calling it summer sessions? Well, no, no, this <laughs> isn't our summer. Se- this is this is fall fall break. Yeah, episode. <laughs> um, and we recorded so many. I mean, we can you know just keep on keeping on. But uh, yeah, I'm still I'm bummed out about it. You're bummed. Yeah. But I'm trying to be, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to be active in my Yes, I'm trying to do that also. I am. (laughs) Yeah, I've been, um, I don't know. I'm trying trying to to put my money where my mouth is. Oh. With like donating to the ACLU and Planned Parenthood, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I definitely wallowed until maybe a day ago. Did you emotionally eat? Because... I felt like a lot of my friends were emotionally eating. I've learned recently that I eat more when I'm happy. And that's why you're emaciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't sort of seem like I'm paying myself a compliment because I'm not thin. So, and I've said that before, and it seems kind of like a happiness brag, I guess. Like. <laughs> Because like, I, I have some extra weight on me. Like, look, I only emotionally eat when I'm sad. And people are like, Jesus, like, cool it with how happy you are. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. I, I'll I'll eat um, I'll eat when I'm hungry. And I'll also eat when I'm stressed out. Uh, but when I'm really sad, when I'm, like, really grieving, yeah. like, I felt like I was and am after the election, I, I'm not hungry. And I admittedly try to ride that right wave. Like, I sense that it's happening, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, there's one good thing that's coming from this, that I'm not um, constantly craving sandwiches. Like, this is a sandwich-free time. Well, the way I'm dealing with mm. this, and I, you know, is I am uh, trying to live power of now. Oh. Power of now. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people are worried about the future, which Mm -hmm. could be terrible. There's no Mm -hmm. doubt about Mm -hmm. it. But today isn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to enjoy today Mm -hmm. and be nice to everyone. That's good. Like, which I that's my default anyway. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm especially trying to do that. And I think that that's good. Yeah. I'm trying to not. um, Yeah. I I hear that. I'm trying to, it's it's a hard, I'm, I'm walking, which I feel like a lot of people are doing. I'm trying to walk the tightrope between um, staying passionate and, uh, and. Not being able to put a sentence together? <laughs> I mean, I commit to that 24-7. Right. But, um, no, I'm, I'm trying to remember, I, I don't, I don't want to become complacent or accepting of the fact that there's this person in office and that that's 
a like um, theoretically unacceptable thing. <laughs> it's real. I just, it's I just real. Mean, yeah, no, it's real. It's real. Like I, I'm walking the tightrope between like, okay, this is real, and I it's can't just real. I can't just like like cry on my air mattress all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to like walk the line between that and then also. Like there's there's a really important election in two years, and we can't, oh, I, I can't just like accept that this is our new normal. I want to remember and remember with other people. Like it's not okay to um, grab people by the pussy and assault women and uh, Look, either- deport people and you know all these <laughs> all these things. So yeah, I'm trying to stay angry but also stay constructive. Yeah. And I'm doing that by moving to another country. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Which I feel weird about now. You do? You feel like you're abandoning us? Yeah. Abandoning us? I do. But I'm not, I'm not, that's I don't a... stop being an American citizen. Of course. When I go to Ireland. So that's the most, I <clears throat> uh, always like when presidents say that when they leave office. And now I get to have the most important <laughs> title. Citizen, they always say, that. "Like guys, come on, you're oh, a president." Right. I think. Yeah, I hope Obama just has like. By the way, I've been loving what Obama's been saying. Yeah, loving. God what about you? Him. I know some of my friends are not happy with him. Really, because lo- he's not like putting up more of a. Yeah, fuss. he's basically saying. Well, because he knows that if he did, people would fucking start shooting people. That I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm comforted. Really? Well, don't you think? I, I was really afraid pre-election, thinking that, like, assuming that Hillary was going to win. Which, right? I wasn't assuming that. Well, you're smart. Like, I, I assumed she was going to win, and I was bracing myself for the uh, for violence from the other side. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, God, like, they're going to Go take nuts. this. Yeah, because Trump has still not said that he's going to be okay with losing. He's he's just said, well, we'll see what happens. Like his p- followers are violent, have done violent things. So like, what's going to happen? Are they just going to start? Is it just going to be like hate crime and now, bonanza? And now that shit is still happening, but I think maybe at a lesser scale. Right. And then I fantasize about time travelers. And I think <laughs> maybe like in an alternate timeline, Trump won and then people were brutalized and someone was like look they're not gonna like this but we have to you mean he or lost. he lost yeah he lost. I got yeah you, I got and then you. they went back and like manipulated the electoral college or whatever and then just so millions so there wasn't a civil war or something so just think about that time travel and well <laughs> trying to ignore it <laughs> trying to ignore that as a possibility but you what, what have you been up to well i uh you're sitting like a small child no, with I'm your sitting, hands no, together. No, just because I was You want in... to talk about this package? Well, yeah, let's talk about this real quickly. <laughs> so Be- Wayne came in with a package. I came in with uh, and gifts for, mm-hmm. for Dustin and John. Are what you talking were... about the pixie sticks? Yeah. Number of pixie sticks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was in a documentary that was on Reels. Do you know that channel? Yeah, yeah. And this is this is the... We talked about this before, but this is the fifth documentary you've appeared on. I've been in a few as a talking <laughs> You're head. Like Mr. Documentary, as a talking head. Mostly documentaries about comedy, but this one was not about comedy. I've been in a couple about a basketball player from my book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So this one is about uh, Ronald Reagan, mm -hmm. who's dead, was the 40th president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Although, if I'm not mistaken, 39th person to be president. Right? Isn't that the way they do it? Like, Obama was the 44th president. Right. But I think they count Grover Cleveland twice. Okay. We'll find out soon enough. We'll, we'll do that in Because Grover Cleveland was the only person with non-consecutive terms. I believe so. Do you, do you know agree Grover... with that? Well, I know that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In between, in between uh, terms, he worked as a lawyer in New York City. Oh, look at this, guys. This is incredible podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I always think about that time with his wife. Like, he he just went from president to like, well, now I'm a lawyer again. <laughs> and then he was president again. And then he was president again. Yeah. So anyway, so it's called Ronald Reagan from Movie Star to President, I think is the name of it. And right. I happen to have written an article in mm -hmm. the Atlantic about the 1960 oh. Screen Actor Guild strike right. and Ronald Reagan's role in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's how they came to me. They said, will you talk about this in our documentary? I was like, yeah, right? There you go. And, and Wayne is sitting with like a very big package. Yeah. It looks like a, like a, like a giant shoebox. What do you think it is? So they sent me a gift. I think it's going to be summer sausage. <laughs> I think it's going to be summer sausage. We're opening it right now. And a bottle of wine and some crackers. I've never gotten a gift. Jesus. <laughs> this is loud. Um, yes. From a documentary. This is my first gift from a documentary. Oh, boy. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, he's got the keys. All right. Wayne is opening. We see some brown, some brown paper. Okay. I bet. Oh, I think it's going to be a crew shirt. A crew shirt. Really? A For a documentary? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, he's, he's pulling away some brown paper. There's some sort of There's a manila, manila envelope. folder. Okay. Not oh, a shirt. Interesting. A framed oh, no. piece of artwork. Is it just going to be a giant picture of Reagan? <laughs> I hope not. What? Uh, it's okay. in bubble wrap. Very nicely packaged, the oh, whole no. thing. And it oh. looks like it's nicely framed. Please let it be a picture of you as a talking head in the documentary. No. Oh, not. no. What is it? You seem disappointed. <laughs> what is that? I'm well, very... it's interesting. I'm going to pass it to you. Okay. I'm very surprised it's not summer sausage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is odd. <laughs> so it is a... It is framed? a gold framed, like God you would see, like a, from Trump very, Tower. Yeah, it looks like it looks like something one of Trump's supporters would buy if they won the lottery, and they went to like I don't know. It's yeah, it's a framed, it's a framed picture of the poster from the movie, the documentary. Yeah, the documentary. All right, read the names on there. Read the names. Uh, okay. Uh, featuring interviews with H.W. Brands, Douglas Brinkley, Sam Donaldson, Michael Dukakis, Wayne Fetterman, <laughs> David Gergen. Do you know any of these Larry guys? King. I mean, that's funny. Like you're you're credited above Larry King because they're doing it uh, alphabetically. Yeah. Uh, John John Maroney, George Schultz, Leslie Stahl. <laughs> he was the Secretary of State. <laughs> George Schultz. Yeah. Um, we'll see. <laughs> he was. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. And, okay, and, okay. And Mari may sing Will. What is in the envelope? Uh, this, uh... I assume it's just a letter thanking me. 
Is this like a like a big pro Reagan film? No, I, I mean I saw part of it. It just seemed like it was just more about how he got to be president. He looks kind of like Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs in this right. poster. It's very high concept. What they have is a an American okay. flag. And instead of the stripes, it's film reels, and you just see bits of Reagan's face. <laughs> right. Well, because he was a movie actor. He did, you know. No, I know, about I know, it. I know, I know. All right. So that's All right, there not you are. what I thought it was going to be. What was, did you think it was going to be? I was hoping I, it was going to be. shocked it's not summer sausage. I hoping it was going to be like a like a T-shirt or something. Yeah. You know, or I don't know. That's surprising. That is yeah. surprising. That will not. Yeah. yeah thank you. It's, a, it's presumptuous giving people framed things. Right. Especially like friends who you know you'll be at their house later. Like, <laughs> like here you are. I can't wait to see this. It's up. where this goes. <laughs> and we'll see that forever. Yeah. That was that's a first. That's yeah. a first. Because Do- I don't I you've never been in my house. I know I haven't. But um there's no you know there's no pictures of me anywhere in my house. That's not surprising. Why? Because <laughs> most actors I know have like a poster and a movie they were in or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but knowing you, I mean, you joked earlier that I don't know you while I was making joke yeah. suggestions of songs, but I feel like I know you well enough to know that you wouldn't have framed pictures of yourself. I'm, I, I, but I Even believe you keep stuff? everything. Even family stuff? I'd say especially family stuff. Wow. Jesus, she knows me well. <laughs> but I, I would, I would bet that you have some, I, 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 I think you keep those things like you have like a place for them. I doubt you like throw them away like things that you get from. Oh, like, yeah. Pick... I probably. Yeah. They're rolled up in a closet somewhere. Yeah. What does that say? <laughs> what does that say? I don't care. <laughs> it means that you don't want to face yourself or your life or your, I know. your flaws or your successes. Because maybe they're the same. Oh my I don't God. know. We just went <laughs> crazy off the rails. <laughs> Uh, how was your summer or the rest of your fall? It's been interesting. How long has it been since I saw you? A couple months, maybe? Yeah, three, three good, months? Because I went on tour and then I went to Scotland. Yeah, I don't think I've seen you since the famous pool party, right? The famous pool party. Oh, my God. I got so much flack for how much cleavage yeah, yeah. I had. <laughs> I heard on another friend's podcast them joking about my cleavage in that bathing suit. I didn't put that picture up. <laughs> I did not put that picture up. You were the one who sent out that picture. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had a going away <laughs> party, and I wore this this bathing suit that was slightly revealing, and I was a little tipsy. Right. <laughs> and I took a bunch of pictures of Wayne, with Wayne. We had pictures of you. <laughs> that was it. That was, yeah. But you had other pictures from that party, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but but mostly pictures of you on that camera roll. I think I don't remember why, but I thought it was funny at the time to just take a bunch of pictures of yeah. you. And you look you look upset in a lot of the pictures. Oh, Not upset, no. just like stop taking my picture. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it's fun. It's fun to take pictures of people who don't want to be <laughs> photographed. So uh, funny, yeah. yeah. That I uh, yeah. So it's yeah, July, August, September, October. How are those four months? Did um well they've been interesting. Did you um had I done documentary now? No. Yeah, I did. Do- what, what was your episode? Episode of documentary now. Yeah, yeah. What was the documentary you were parroting? It was called the War Room from nineteen ninety 
92, maybe 93 it came out. Okay. It was about uh, the Clinton campaign and starring George Stephanopoulos and James Carville. And Ah. uh, actually a friend of mine, a guy I'm actually friendly with, I don't know, friend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wayne uh, was pointing out before the show that he's not he's not too loose to call or not too what's the not liberal with a label yeah. friend. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. And RJ Cutler is his name. And he was one of the producers of it. So uh yeah. So it's about that. And I play just a senior now senior. <laughs> That's what's happened now. That's what's happened in my life. I Are play, you gen- you're a senior or you're playing senior? I'm playing like a senior strategist for the campaign and these two young Carville and Stephanopoulos breaking all the rules come in and I just am like kind of the voice of reason yeah, yeah. as they get this guy elected. Is that Bill Hader and Fred Armisen yes. are playing that? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah and, I like that show. It's uh, really smart. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to try to write an episode of it next year. Oh, nice. Do you know, I are you allowed a... to say what you want? Oh, okay. Oh, I, I mean, it hasn't even happened. This is just a dream I'm trying to manifest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying it out loud. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, that was, I did that. I also did a couple episodes. All my, it's so weird. Is this weird? Like I would just talk about show business things. Okay, in life. Let me tell you in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be the summer of love. Turned not to be. Turned out not to be summer of love. Gotcha. It wasn't, was it the opposite? No, it wasn't summer of hate, but it was, (laughs) uh, yeah, there was no, I didn't I mean, the opposite of love is indifference, I'd say. I know. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know some people say that, but it's hate, right? Mm, no, because hate implies that you still care. Or what? still, I mean, you, yeah. Well, I mean, that's within the context of like romantic relationships. If you, I mean, I hate oh, Donald Trump. Oh, I see Trump. that you would just I have hate President no. elect Donald Trump. That doesn't mean right. that is the opposite of love in that case, but Donald Trump's not my ex boyfriend. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see. We shall yeah. see. He's oh very, God. very persuasive. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm his type. I'm gonna right. go out on a limb. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I did you hear that interview with a woman who was like Miss? Uh, she was she was in the Miss America pageant and she was like Miss Ohio or something, and she said that when she met Donald Trump, he like kissed her. And uh, pawed at her, and she thought, oh, she was Miss Utah. And she thought that that was just how people greeted each other on the East Coast. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Which I, and I believe her, but it's just a funny idea, her being like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. And like, I feel this doesn't feel right, but like, hey, maybe that's what people do on the East Coast. Ha ha ha. I can go on with my life. Ha ha ha. So it's skin crawly. It's a little skin crawly for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So oh, what, for you. So for personally, it wasn't <laughs> the summer of love. Didn't meet Mrs. Fetterman. I keep on. I have screwed up immensely. I have done you and someone else a huge disservice. And I have not talked to you about this. Uh, this I want to hear. Now it's getting good. Oh, my we God. We should start the podcast now, <laughs> not with this stupid poster. I, first of all, to this person, if she's listening, I am so sorry. And I'm just remembering this now. And I've been a bad uh friend this is this is a this is someone I love this <laughs> what's happening why are you apologizing what did you do to this person uh well i've done it to you as well i guess um but i have 
a lovely friend, you would say friendly with, because I've only hung out with her a handful of times. Uh huh. And she is truly lovely in, in many ways and is very accomplished and is really. Are you going to say beautiful. her name or no? No, I won't say her name on the air, but I will afterwards. Can you do a hint? You don't know her. You don't know her. Maybe you've. I don't think you know her. She's not in. She's in the music oh, industry. Good. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a passion of mine. There you go. Yeah, she's in. She's in music. Uh, she's really talented. Zatori she's Amos. got her shit together. Amos. <laughs> no, she's not a musician. <laughs> she's more behind the scenes in the music industry, and I've known her for a few years. And I ran into her okay. this summer. Anyway, long story short, she asked me. She went on a blind date to a show that you were in. And she knows that I do this podcast with you, and she's listened to it before. She went on a blind date to a show that you were in, and she messaged me. You're going to be so mad after I say that. She's also Jewish. She. That's not a deal break or, or I know, deal maker. I know, but I'm just maker. saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. She, when she was on the date and saw you on stage, she told me that she was thinking to herself, I really wish I was actually on this date with Wayne. Because I, I think I have, like more chemistry with him and maybe like she met you briefly I'm not sure but she sent me this message and she sent it like after she had had like a glass of wine or something and sent me a a message that's the way yep that's the way (laughs) and said look I don't want to be I don't know if I'm being a total and she's like the least creepy least dramatic least she's like very grounded and lovely and sent me this message saying "Um, hey like is this crazy but would you set me up on a date with Wayne and then I, she sent it to me like while I was like literally on on an airplane or something. I have a very bad habit, and I know a lot of people have this same bad habit of like opening <laughs> emails on the run and being like, "Oh no, I'll yeah, get yeah, back yeah, to that yes, later." Yes, yes, yeah. So it's that situation exactly. And then your inbox gets crazy full. And yeah, then you never get yeah. To it and then, but then weeks later. I was like, oh, my God, I never responded to her. And so I sent her a message back saying, like, hey, like, this is actually, like, this is great news. Like, I think that this okay, would be now, great. Okay, let me, can I ask you a couple questions? Yes. Is I will it, not say her name on it. Yeah, of course, of course. How good of instincts do you think you have about men, women, <laughs> like, setup, compatibility? Are you really asking me? Yeah, I'm really... I, I, great. You feel great. Give me a scale yes. of one to ten. Like a nine? Mm, yeah, I'm going to say a nine. I mean, I don't... I mean... Because I feel like a lot of people are this. They're just like, well, what's the, what's the worst that can happen? It's one date. And they don't really care. But oh, I would you, never sex... Why are you a, really... What, Johnny is doing something. Seven minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those Wait, are blind what? dates. But but I did I did, I sent Dustin <laughs> up on three blind dates out of tons and tons of applicants, and he had a nice time on all three of those dates. Is that not correct? And he made out like he had a nice time on all of them. They were they love matches? No, but I wasn't. But these were random applicants. But you didn't care. You didn't have the investment. This is. Yeah. No, it's different. Okay. It's different. Um, because sh- Dustin is just shaking his head. <laughs> I know, but I also, that's not, what, what other dates did I set you up on that, okay, all right, he's shaking, he's shaking his head. He doesn't want to talk about it. All right. 
That's fine. But um, so you feel like I, if I was to set Dustin up with anything, it would be okay, like an amplifier, not a person. Let me right. It's a Fender Twin Verb. <laughs> yes. um, okay. What if um, you felt like she wasn't compatible with me? What would you? Have I written? wouldn't have. Would you have written to her back and go like, eh? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and then the thing is, like, I wrote her back weeks later. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I yeah. hope you don't feel insecure about this. I think this is totally lovely. Are you still into this? And she was like, yeah, totally. And then I forgot about it again. Mm-hmm. So well, then cut a, to now. Yeah. Right, but you've had a very tumultuous. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still I feel bad because she put herself out there. And she is not, Okay. from what I know about her, is not somebody who goes out of her way to create like tricky situations like she's she's very responsible she's not a i think this is like notable in that she's not a she's not a performer so she's not like at some like a obvious attention deficit right right or not or like meaning she Me- needs more attention of course of course wow all right yeah but she's like she's lovely i w- is she, is she in high school she is in high school, but yeah. she's the president of oh, okay. the so Speech and Debate Club. Okay. So she's like, she's very, very smart. <laughs> no, she's she's my age. Oh. So like right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> that's a little, that's actually, all right, all right, well. Uh, uh, yeah, I think she's like my, I think we're, she's like my exact age. Wow. That's um, flattering. Yeah. That is flattering. Yeah, but she's, 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 she's great. Okay, so this is once this podcast is over, I'm gonna find out some lady. <laughs> Are you gonna name? go to that feral audio party? Yeah, will she be there? I'll invite her. I'll see what she's doing. Oh, guys, this is yeah. incredible. Yeah, this is incredible. That I feel feral... like I should message her. Well, don't. No, we're not gonna do it right now. <laughs> this will be over. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun to do on the air, though? I All right, maybe. Yeah, I don't know why I'm shutting that All right, down. I'm grabbing my phone. Here's, you she's... keep talking. All right. So anyway, let me tell you what else went on in my life. I went to New York City. For those who care about my life, and did the uh, Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival with uh, Julie Klausner, and she selected a movie. As you know, this is the festival where comedians pick movies they love, and we screen them. And she did After Hours, and we had a great time, and uh, it sold out, of course, and she's hilarious, and we got to riff and everything. It was great. And then... Actually it's a great out. movie. I was very, I was jealous. I was very jealous. Yeah. Oh, you were jealous. Oh yeah. I didn't know you liked that movie. Well, yeah, and you know, I have this like ongoing issue. With Julie right? Klausner. Do you want her approval or something? <laughs> I mean, I'm over it. I'm okay, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I She's mean, coming I'm... out. She's going to be out here this weekend. Oh really? Yeah. For what? I have no Just idea. Just to start know. a new podcast with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Called My Favorite Redhead? My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the redhead I actually prefer. No. My east, east Side Redhead. East, no, she, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's basking. I mean, her show is so well received now. Yeah, like yeah. Her second season was... She has a show called Difficult People. It's on Hulu. Yes, I just uh, I just caught up with her. I I really enjoy it. I mean, I'm jo- I'm joking. I don't think she knows me yeah. from Adam. Is it so, Atom or Adam? I always say Adam as an Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. Am I high? I'm talking like really fast. Yeah. I this, think I'm I'm excited about this setup. Yeah, this is I've never been set up by you. Okay, I'm messaging her. Yeah. So this is kind of what happens if you're this is your first time listening to the podcast. We just talk. 
There's no agenda. This is kind of weird that I brought in this box. I just thought it was kind of uh, peculiar. That And if you have any questions about the 1960 Screen Actors Guild strike, please email me <laughs> at humanconversationpod. Is that right? Yeah. At gmail.com? Okay, John, I can't hear you. Um, and we'll find out in a second. So, podcast. Human Conversation Podcast. Thank you. Human Conversation Podcast at gmail.com. Because I'm an expert in what happened in March of 1960. There you go. I like I like the uh, specialized knowledge that you have. I, uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. If you is there is there any like area of intelligence that you have that you wish? Go ahead. What? what was the it was whistling. Like? That's the one area. Where... No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were like a court expert or like a um, like pop doc or like pop science expert, what would you want to be called on for? Like, is there something uh, you wish you knew you were sh- you were an expert on? Or do you envy anyone's knowledge on anything? I would like to know. This is something that I am. I would like to be a li- little more knowledgeable about Supreme Court cases mm. and the justices that decided them. That's Starting yeah. you know, back to Plessy Ferguson. Yeah, that's some some enviable knowledge. Like, that would be a nice thing to have in my wheelhouse. Do you know Guy Branham? Sure. Yeah, he's my other Julia Klausner. What do you mean? (laughs) Well, I just like him a lot. And I uh, I don't know. I just just feel like a... You want him to like you? Uh, Yeah, or I don't know. I want to, like, interview him on my podcast. I don't... Yes, yes, I do want... If I'm to be... Right. Honest, I do want him to like me because I I like his work so much. But one of the things I really like about him is that he was a, was lawyer? a lawyer for a short amount of time. Oh, he, and he lets has, everyone like... know. He lets everybody know. <laughs> Are you doing a bit? Do no, you... that's for real. Every no, time he's he in stand up, like, it yeah. comes up in his stand up. Like, God. But it's so it's so it's so great to listen to somebody talk about talk about these things when it's not just like conjecture. It's it's like we use real solid knowledge on court cases and stuff, and it's. It's yeah, nice. no, I'm into I'm into the law, but I, you know, I have a lot of I feel like I have a fair to I don't know. I like you know I like basketball, yeah, like yeah, sports. Yeah. Oh, I was talking to yeah. I was talking to Ileana Douglas who doesn't <gasps> like, on. and she uh, she she doesn't like sports that much. She's like, right. why do you like sports? Like we have a movie. Ileana and I our movies can go, and she's got a great series on TCM right now called Women. About women in film, that's cool. incredible. Uh, but uh, she's like, "What? Why do you like sports?" Mm. And I said, "I'll tell you why. Rules. Because <laughs> I like rules, and I like men in shorts. No, I like because <laughs> uh, I like human excellence." Mm. <laughs> why are you laughing? It really affected her. She goes, "She'd never heard that before, and thought that was a great reason to like it." Huh. You disagree with Ileana Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I disagree with her on nothing. May it be known. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm just giggling just because. I, well, I mean, maybe maybe this is just. A I like it in to film. I like it in music. Spirits. Like I like it seems like such a, like an obvious thing. No, I think she thought that people just like the comp. You know the. No, that's true. That's the true. Yeah, yeah. Testosterone of it, or just the yeah. escape of it. Yeah, I guess I, I I would never think that that was why you. 
liked it. That you it's one of the that. reasons. That's one of. The, I mean, there's a number of reasons. You like the competitive aspect of it. I because well, even when you were my basketball coach, you didn't seem very. I mean, not not uncompetitive, but like I feel like every I, other I've, coach I've had has has been like overly competitive yeah. and kind of like an unhealthy and superstitious way, whereas you were very like reasonable. Also, we weren't that great. So maybe that's why you were so realistic. But <laughs> No, I feel like sports is a lot of your real opponent is yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that really when you break it down. Yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah, no, you're really you're really encouraging. The yeah, last the I tried last time be. I played basketball, the coach was so frustrated with me. <laughs> and the way I think I may have told you this. This was when I was in high school. I was uh the only girl on this basketball team that wasn't a real basketball team. What it was was the practice team. I may have t- talked about this before. It was a practice team for the basketball team, for the varsity basketball team. And I wanted to take all these electives, and I had to take a PE class when I was a senior in high school. And at my school, most people didn't have to do that. Right. I had to do it for some reason. I don't remember why. I didn't, like, fail out of PE or anything, but I had opted to not. I, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the only class that worked with my schedule <laughs> was this basketball PE class, and they didn't want to let me in the class. And then I just, like, pulled the you're not allowed to do this card. And they were like, all right, which is annoying. Looking back on this, I shouldn't have done it because I kind of screwed up, screwed up their practice. Anyway, that coach, I got a, I got a bloody nose once because someone got so frustrated with me that they took a ball and they threw it so hard at the wall in the gym that it bounced off and hit, hit my nose and I was bleeding. And the coach was obviously pleased. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not the kind of coach I would be, but I also didn't like a lot of my coaches. So, but there's a new wave in coaching now. Mm. It's called loving up, loving them up. Is that a real? Thing? Yep, that yeah. sounds the, the guy from the guy from uh, Seattle. I can't think of his name. Oh, Pete Carroll. He loves up oh, his okay. players. That sounds so. Love them up. Scary. Really? <laughs> well, these are adult men. No, I know, but like, do, would you say that about a female team? To love them up? No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But I, I hope. M up. I think it's the up. Oh, really? Is it sexual thing? Okay. Well, okay. just like feel them up. Okay, I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, but I, I get it. No, it's that's nice. That's nice for men. It's nice that men can have those those times. I'd like to see some female basketball. You know, there's a female assistant coach in the NBA now. That's good. That's it. <laughs> there's that's just all off. I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Good night. <laughs> no, I mean like that's the extent of female leadership in the NBA is just yeah. one assistant coach. Yep. That's kind of shitty. That's, that's not encouraging. She broke the glass ceiling. She broke the glass ceiling. I figured it would be more by now. That's fine. Going backwards. Oh, no, that's nice. Here's that's another good. thing. I went to a WNBA finals game while you cool? were gone. Yeah, that was great. Minnesota yeah. against the the Sparks. Um, I know people, like even sports fans, don't follow the WNBA, but I actually enjoy it. I uh, yeah, I've only seen a little bit of it. I'd like to see more. I love watching basketball live. I hate watching any other sport live. Even Olympics? Well, I've uh, no that. I mean, I've never been to the Olympics. I don't. Oh, know. I see. You wouldn't know, but you don't yeah. like watching Olympics on TV. No, I do like watching Olympics on TV. Okay, I misunderstood. Sorry. I mean, like, uh, I. In the times when I've watched football on TV, I haven't actually been watching it. I've been like walking in and out of the room and like drawing and stuff. And I like the 
when I'm watching, I used to watch with a bunch of Chicago Bears fans. And that was fun because they were all really into it. Right. And I liked just the energy of it, even though I didn't know anything. And I would just sit there kind of Googling the lives of the players and... Did you know what happened with the Chicago Cubs? Did you follow that? Did that reach you? That <laughs> that did reach me. Yeah, I, I thought that I thought that was neat. <laughs> I, I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put that. 108 years. That was kind of neat. They finally won after 108 years. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was great. I, I, I think it's now. I, there's no way. Look. <laughs> I make fun of baseball. I make fun of it. So no, I think it's nice. I think um, I'm not. I'm not going to start in with a uh, well in Ireland, but I will say, in Ireland, with like uh, rugby teams and with Gaelic football, which is really cool to watch. With those, the people on the team are actually from the, the county the they're playing yeah, from. Yeah. So it's it's exciting to watch those games because the people when they're rooting for them, that's like, like actually, you know. Those people, and so I, I just don't feel that way as much. But like oh. I've always, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, but I've I've always liked I've always liked the Cubs. I I like the idea of them. <laughs> what does that even mean? I mean the idea of them like winning underdogs. after all these years, or just oh Everything, that they're a lovable yeah. underdog. I used to I used to play them yeah. when I would play um, uh, Ken Griffey Junior Baseball on Super Nintendo. I would play the Cubs. As the Cubs. As the Cubs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, you know Griffey. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great digital baseball player. I don't know what he looks like in real life, um, but on that baseball game, he's great. I know he played for the Mariners. Yeah. Yes, and I know did. that from that game. Yeah. His dad also played. Oh. The, they call it the show. Did you know that? The, I did the not. Baseball players call it the you go up to the show. <laughs> That's the that's the major league. So they're all these minor league teams they have. Right, double right, A, right. triple A, all of that stuff. Like um yeah. what was that Costner movie? Not the uh, uh Not Field of Dreams, the other one. Oh, the one with yeah. the baseball with the mustache on it? <laughs> I don't know if that's what hot, it... hot shots. <laughs> I can't remember the name of Major oh. League. No, that Isn't was it Major League. Major League is a movie, yes, but that's about the made. That's about the Cleveland Indians, with the. Um, we don't look it up. We will look it up. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Any word if... yet from future Mrs. Fetterman? She hasn't. She hasn't seen it yet. Oh. Um. Let's see, I'm just gonna apologize. Again, guys, there's no better podcast than somebody tweeting to someone or sending an instant message to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's very flattering that she thinks we would get along. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a... What? I was about to say the dumbest thing ever, and I'll just say it. Yeah. I was going to say, like, it's a, it's a vibe, you know. That, like, just, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, describing <laughs> just love in general. I, speaking of love in general, last night I saw La, La Land. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I saw Is La, La Land. Um, <laughs> La La Land. Is uh, it out? Or you saw like a special, I saw a special cutie screening of it? A special fancy schmancy screening of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, why is I, it? It's released in Ireland before it's released here. It do you is. Know why? Yeah. Do you know why they would do that? There are of course a bunch of I movies. do. Of course I know about the releasing patterns from Lionsgate. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was delightful. It was really fun. Yeah. I had a great. I, of course, I'm. Uh, not for musicals, so 
as we both are. Yeah. There was a time we used to sing on. Do you remember when I brought the guitar? I'm yeah. now reminiscing about this show. Yeah, that was not that long ago. No, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> Do you remember? Like a, few, a few months ago. June, back in June 2016. <laughs> oh, I think she's going to, because she was active on Facebook like, <laughs> not too long ago. Um, when, can I do the Wayne Fetterman Film Festival if I get if I get, get more famous? Yes, you gotta get gotta get famous, sir. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm gonna work on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I love it. It's my favorite thing, and it was sold out. And we did it at the Film Forum in New York. That's fun. And it was so fun that I got to do sets there. And any excuse to go to New York, I do it. I yeah. love it so. Oh, I love visiting that city. It's a great. When is when is your next it's time emotional. in New York? It's emotional. It's emotional. It is. It is yeah, emotional because I, you know, started yeah. my career there basically. Yeah. Um, I had a weird time in New York this last time. When were you there? Um, I was there. Well, because over the summer, uh, right it. after that pool party, yeah, yeah. I drove drove across the country, toured across the so country. So you did a show in Brooklyn, right? I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was great and weird. I did a show from my dad and my uncle came, even though I asked them not, not to. to. <laughs> do not show up. Please do not come. But I had headphones for my dad and I had them put I had him put them on at certain times so he wouldn't hear my God. stories. <laughs> It was so really good. weird. And then he was trying, my sweet dad was like trying to like make the audience laugh. And he did by just saying like gross things. <laughs> like my dad, my pastor. The of me. Dad, oh, because my dad, we went to, we being potty, my boyfriend and my uncle uh, and my dad went to this fancy barbecue place in Brooklyn before the show. And... My dad, I think, like my my uncle is like a is a, a band manager promoter, like quote unquote cool dude, and right. like feels big bands like yeah U2? yeah like rock yes he's U 2s manager no 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 he's like a, like up at like bands that you've heard I don't know just like top forty rock and roll bands and he's successful in his Franz field. Ferdinand no <laughs> like you're just naming random <laughs> bands um. And he, 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 like my dad, Hosier. <laughs> he's I, I know Ho, Hosier's brother. You do? I do. Phil yeah. Hosier. <laughs> it's John. John Is Hosier. That yeah, yeah. But may as well be Phil. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw Hosier at a grocery store. Uh, Wait, in, is that the name of the band, or is that the guy's name? His name. His name is. Uh, uh, I forget. Hosier. Hosier is their last name. Oh, it is. I, oh, I didn't even, know. That. I actually I don't know what um, his first name is. I forget it right now, but. Uh, anyway, yeah, I saw I saw him at a grocery store. Uh, doesn't matter. I, but my uncle and my dad, and my uncle is always trying to impress my dad for some reason. And my dad is just, you've met my dad, like he's mm-hmm. just like this pastor and he doesn't Bare really care. naked ladies. <laughs> he doesn't really care about, <laughs> you're doing like an impression <laughs> of me right now. <laughs> my dad doesn't care about um, like material things. So like my uncle's always, it seems, I don't know, it just always seems like my uncle's trying to impress my dad and my dad can never be impressed. And it's mm-hmm. this kind like it. of usually yeah. funny thing to watch. It's a good break before it. Yeah, and and my boyfriend's more similar to my dad than he is to my uncle in that way. And we're all sitting around talking, but then there's this shift where I've never seen my dad do this, where it seems like my dad is trying to impress my uncle, who has kind of like a dirty mouth, like in a fun way. Oh, so he tries to be dirtier? 
Yeah, when we started talking about Trump, and then my dad said the grossest oh, no. thing I've ever heard, and I could not get over it. Like, I had to leave the table, and my dad said, I hope Trump eats his own cum, is what my dad said. <laughs> Isn't that? And it was like, we weren't talking about anything like that. And I was just like, just to hear my dad say cum, and then eat his own cum. So awful. Bringing up now, I was just oh, like, "What? Is, Why would you ever?" Terrible. Isn't that it's not terrible? even drink. No, but like, <laughs> doesn't it sound like the thing that someone would say? Just like the the I don't know. It was like the N word of gross sentences. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's that pretty, pretty bad. bad. And that's our show. Feral audio. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.